Welcome to the Love Your Life Podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach, fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life, health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve. Welcome back to another episode of Love Your Life Podcast. This is episode 52. And in today's episode, we're talking about one of my favorite things, which is tapping into your intuition. Yes, we are going to help you get all the answers to your questions by listening to your intuition and not outside sources. This episode is sponsored by my upcoming retreat. Yes, I'm having another retreat. Woohoo! Party all over the place, but this one is just for the ladies out there. Yes, we are having a retreat this September 27th to the 29th here in Michigan, my home state, which is three days of spiritual bliss. This retreat is called Shakti Rising. That is that divine feminine energy that comes from that root chakra all the way up to the crown chakra to getting you to enlightenment. We have so many amazing people that are coming in and presenting. We have yogis, we have um, healers, we have nutritionalists, we have personal chefs that are coming in and that's going to delight those taste buds. We have other amazing health coaches that specialize in new moon circles. Tons of stuff you are going to want to be there. Shamans, all of this stuff. You do not want to miss out. So, ladies, treat yourself this September 27th to the 29th to Shakti Rising. You are going to want to be there. And tell your friends, your family members, whoever it may be, those people that you love and you want to share this experience, that they need to show up and leave super enlightened, super refreshed, and ready to rock the remainder of the year and rock their world, right? Because... We're females and we are freaking powerful, beautiful beings. That is what this retreat is all about. If you want to find out more, just head over to the show notes and you can click the link in the show notes to be able to register and find out more details. All right, you guys, so on to today's episode. Hi guys, Stephanie here. And today I really, really, really wanted to talk about tapping into your intuition. The reason why I felt the need to have this conversation about tapping into your intuition really comes down to the fact that I know so many times, myself personally and other people, where we tend to not really listen to our inner voice or that inner instinct that tells us, hmm, something's not right or we should do this versus that. We too often look for outside validation and it's part of our culture. We are always looking for outside approval when it comes to something. 
Um, we are always asking other people's their opinion on things. And really the only person that we need to listen to is ourselves. And yet we continue to ignore ourselves over and over again. And the word itself, intuition, a lot of people are like, oh, that's like really woo-woo or like you have to be psychic or something like that in order to tap into this intuition. Really at the end of the day, any one of us can do this. It's very, very simple. We just have to get to the point where we stop listening to these outside voices, whether it's our parents, our colleagues, um, teachers, whatever it may be. We need to stop listening to that and really tapping back in to ourselves. I mean, have you ever had that feeling as you are um, walking down the street and you just feel like mm, something doesn't feel right? All right. That's that intuition that's kind of getting it. Or I feel like a lot of moms, it's that like that mother instinct that we always talk, that motherly instinct. That is your intuition. It is screaming at you at those points. Many times it's very subtle things that is messages that is trying to get across to you and we ignore the subtle ones. So then it starts to come like super screening. And for me, when I first started to do this practice, which I'll share with you a couple of techniques to tap into your intuition. I honestly was like, oh, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm manifesting these things. Things are coming into fruition. I'm getting my answers. I'm getting them like super quick. But I still was questioning whether or not this was the right choice. I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. Let me go ask the question again. And then when I asked for my higher self, higher beings, spirit animals, um, spirit guides, whatever you want to believe in, really it kind of comes down to your intuition. When I was asking for advice for um, something higher than myself or technically my, my higher self, um, I was getting the same answer. So again, <clears throat> now we're kind of going to some of that woo-woo stuff because I probably threw out a lot of terminology and you're just like, whoa, you went from intuition, which was already on my woo-woo scale, and now you're talking about like spirit guides, spirit animals, higher self, um, whatever it may be. Um, you know, these are different terminologies. So and ultimately what you end up having, and a lot of times people who have a hard time tapping into their intuition, sometimes need to get guidance. And that guidance can come in so many different forms. And again, this is not guidance from like your friends and your family members and all the people, your work colleagues that you see face to face, right? This is really tapping into that higher knowledge, that knowledge that really kind of comes from within. So a lot of times people like to go into a meditative practice like I do and really start to ask for our spirit guides or spirit animals or um, our um, older version of ourselves, our intuitive selves to send in those messages. Really, you're just kind of taking messages from source, whether it's, you know, whatever you believe higher being of you, and you are taking in that divine messages into yourself. But a lot of the times, that's also our intuition. That is that inner knowledge, that inner wisdom that says like, hey, you know, I've been here before, or I know that this is the right thing to do, and this is the wrong thing to do, not based off of like society's right and wrong, but more so based off like a really gut instinct, you know, that, that gut feeling that's pitted into your stomach. And so the reason why I say this is that I've been tested a lot, I would say within the last couple of weeks or so when it comes to this. 
whether it's situations that are coming to me personally or some friends that are asking me questions and I ask them like, well, what do you think? You know, like, don't come to me and ask the questions. What do you think? This is something I always talk to my clients too. Um, and as a health coach and anyone in the coaching business, really what we're doing is pulling out that inner knowledge and that inner wisdom that you have deep down inside. You have all the answers, right? So if I ask this question, I pose this question to a lot of my clients, you know, what is one thing that you can do now that would have a positive influence on your health and wellness in the long run? And most of you have probably already, you know, fabricated an answer. So whether that is, oh, I know I need to eat more fruits and vegetables. I need to drink more water. I need to be more active. I need to get better sleep. These kind of things. Um, you know, I maybe need to create a meditative practice so I can calm myself down not be so reactive. We all know an answer to that question, yet we don't do it. And that's what the coaching aspect comes into. It's tapping into that inner knowledge, that inner instinct, that inner wisdom that's already there. You know, I'm not giving you any extra information. I'm just trying to pull that information out of you. Same thing goes when you have a question. Too often we go and seek for, you know, oh, I'm going to go talk to my coach, which is great. Or I'm going to talk to my psychiatrist, or I'm going to talk to my spouse, or I'm going to talk to my teacher or my friends. And I want to ask them for their opinion on whether or not I should do this thing or that thing. And at the end of the day, no matter if they tell you that you should go this route or that route, you already have something deep down inside that tells you what you want to do, right? So let's say it's like a new job opportunity, which is something that has been recently presented to me on going back into politics. And it's one of those things where, yes, of course, I'm asking my friends and my family members what I'm going to do. Deep down inside, I already have an idea. You know, I already have an idea on what, are the, I, what I want to do. I still want to run my business. I still want to continue to provide useful information out there for you guys, really focusing a lot on health and wellness, really having a strong emphasis on focusing um, more on natural remedies, and then also helping women really foster this bond and this collective consciousness to elevate themselves, right? That is my mission and it's always going to be my mission. My passion is also a lot of community stuff. So being presented with an opportunity to do both the government and community relations like I did before is very enticing to me. I just had this conversation with someone earlier today and saying that like, look, this opportunity is presenting itself I know the ball's in my court because I was presented with the opportunity. I didn't even know that this opportunity even existed. But one of my former colleagues had came to me and said, hey, I really want you on my team. I know you're really great at what you do. Um, I'd like you to consider working in this position. And we're still in the early stages of trying to figure out what exactly does that mean. But I also know that because I'm presented with it, the ball's in my court. So I have things in mind that if I was to go back into this career choice, whether it's full-time or part-time, I already have ideas on what is it that I want to have? What does my work schedule need to be like? You know, um, what my responsibilities are going to be like, my time off, how much time off do I want to have so I can have that um, security, my benefits that I want to talk about, and most of all, my pay. And so there's a lot of things that I've already had in my mind. I'm saying like, okay, if I'm coming to this table and I'm considering this, these are my negotiation techniques. And I'm also okay with walking away. So that's my own intuition. I didn't have to really necessarily get the answer from my husband. My husband's like, yes, get back into this. You spent all this money going off to college to um, work in this field. You have a master's in this thing. It's a waste for you to 
um, not utilize that. And in the back of my head, I'm like, well, shoot, I have all this money that I spent, you know, personally too on all my certifications to go in health and wellness and fitness. And I'm constantly going for certifications. I mean, I'm right now I'm in my third semester of Ayurveda practitioner program, which is a two year program. On top of that, I'm doing like circle leadership trainings for women's circles. I'm constantly investing in my education. So yes, that is a valid point. And I have this degree, but I'm also spent just as much time and money and effort into this other field of what I'm building for my business. So instead of just going with his route and listening to what he would like me to do, because of course he has his own opinions on it, I actually consider that, you know, to an extent, but I'm also really, really listening to myself. Same thing goes if I have a couple of friends and this is competition season and they're talking about like, oh, I'm getting ready to compete for um, a fitness competition and they're looking at me because I've done them before. And so they're asking me for advice, but there's a couple of questions that come up and I'm, I just kind of look at them and say like, well, what is it that you think? Like you are looking for me, you're looking for advice from your coach, you're looking for advice from your trainer, you're getting all these outside things. Really, what is it that your body is telling you to do? What is it that you feel is right for you? That's who you need to listen to. You need to stop trying to ask for answers outside of you. You have your own answers, right? So at the end of the day, we really need to learn how to tap back into that intuition, that inner knowledge, that inner well-being, and stop listening to these other voices outside of us, right? I mean... Wouldn't, oh gosh, wouldn't the world be a better place if we stopped listening to all of this? And a lot of those outside voices, you have to also really, truly consider where they're coming from. Are they coming from a place of compassion or are they coming from a place of jealousy? You know, do they have your best interest in mind or do they have an ulterior motive? At the end of the day, just as much as we question the decisions that some of these powerful people in our lives are making, whether they're legislators or they're celebrities or whatever it may be, you have to also consider what is their alternative motive? Like what is the reason why they are doing these things? So getting advice from one person, when you realize that mm, that doesn't settle well with me, is probably not the best advice. So you're probably wondering, all right, I hear you, Stephanie. I hear that you need to tap into the intuition. I need to stop asking for other people's opinions. I really need to listen to myself but I haven't listened to myself in a very long time. If that's you, like raise your hand. Like it's been a freaking long time since I listened to myself because anytime I do listen to myself, it's just negative chitter chatter. I hear my dad's voice. I hear, you know, my fiance's voice. I hear so-and-so's voice. It's nothing ever good. So I've learned to block that out. And if that's what you're hearing, then that's guess what? That is not your intuition talking to you because your intuition has like really, really, really your best interest in mind. So if you hear all that negative stuff, right, that's, that's your critic. That's not your inner knowledge. That's not your inner wisdom. That's not your inner, your intuition. That's, that's crap. That's other people's stuff filtering in. That's how much we've listened to other people's stuff that we allow that stuff to go into our subconscious and to actually disguise itself as our intuition. It's the best way for me to say that. Yeah, like kind of like a disguise. It's very tricky, right? All right, so couple tips on how to really tap into your intuition. 
first one is to really ask your body the question, right? Body is going to be so loud. Like if you really tap into it, it will tell you yay or nay. So good question. You know, if you are making a decision and you're asking yourself, should I go to this school or should I go to that school, right? If you're feeling like tightness on, on option A, like option A just feels like really tight and constricting and you feel like you're kind of suffocating or you got a pit in your stomach, it's not your... It's not the good one to go with. If option B feels very lighthearted, you get a lot of flutter in your, in your um, heart, or maybe you kind of feel like a little bit nervous, but it's that excitement nervous, that's what you need to end up doing. Ask your body, right? We tend to not listen to our bodies, and then what ends up happening is, is stuff starts to manifest. Our bodies will tell us, like, if we are trying to verbally say something and we feel like we're suffocating, what ends up happening? We get a sore throat. Um, if someone is literally a pain in our back and we haven't addressed that, that pain, that, that nagging pain of someone, we start to feel pain in our back or our butt. You know, like we say, like, someone sells a pain in the butt. You literally will have pain in your butt. All right? So <laughs> listen to these things. Or you might have diarrhea. I don't know. <laughs> Constipation. Either way, is going to manifest some way in your body. This is a really great exercise that um, I learned in health coaching school, which I think is really great. And I've taken a lot of people through this in this decision-making process, so listening to your body. You're going to have two directions. So let's say um, where you're currently standing, and if you're driving, please don't do this, but where you are currently standing is your present mode place, right? That's your safe ground. That's where you go back to your base. And then you physically put something over to the left of you for option A and something physically over to the right of you for option B. So you have these two different options, option A and option B. And then you sit there and ask the question and say like, should I do option A? And then step from your current place into that physical space of where option A or that the symbol of option A is. Close your eyes and see how you feel. Is it constricting? Is it expansive? Does it feel stiff? Does it feel light? Things like that, right? Does it feel icky? Does it feel good? Things like that. That's how you're going to be able to tap into it. And then from there, you stop back into the safe zone, right? And then you relax, you reset, shake it all out, shake it out, shake it out, shake it out. And then you physically ask, well, first of all, you ask yourself, should I do option B? And then physically walk where option B is, right? Physically walk into that space where that symbolism of option B is. And again, let it sit with you and let it see how it feels. This practice is so, so mind-blowing. I mean, I've taken people through it and like you can literally see the interaction of that person when they're like walking one thing and they're like, oh, and then they walk in the other thing and they're like, oh, that don't feel so good. Oh, it's icky. It feels icky. Your body's telling you. So instead of like going to the icky spot, go to the thing that makes you feel good, right? Nobody wants to do things that make them feel bad. And if you do, then I... There's more work that you have to get done. All right. Another thing I like to do, and this is so 
fun, but it's a little woo. I'm not gonna lie. Like, so the first one is not that woo. -woo. This one is actually going to be a little woo woo. All right. So next one is to ask for a sign, right? Ask your higher self, your spirit guides, your intuition, whatever it may be. God, I don't know what it may be. Allah, I don't know. Ask that higher being, if it feels more comfortable for you to do that, or yourself for a sign. So let's say um, you say like, okay, I want to know if I should be dating Joe or whatever, or Mike or whatever. I don't know. Be dating so-and-so, right? And say like, if this is the best choice, then show me an image of an elephant or something that you don't typically see, right? An elephant. Um, and then let it go. Let that thought go. No longer thinking about it, right? You're no longer thinking about it. And then what do you end up doing? Down the line, you're driving down the street, you hear something on the radio about an elephant stampede and safari, or you see a sign, or you see like a bumper sticker that has an elephant, or you're talking to your friend and your friend's talking about an elephant, like, oh my gosh, you know, I can't wait to go to Africa and see all these elephants, or I'm, you know, I never forget, I'm like an elephant, whatever. The elephant comes into fruition, and now you guys are probably thinking about elephants all day long. <laughs> okay, sorry, I got that into your head. But that starts to come into fruition. Somewhere along the line, you see that sign. That works. Again, little woo-woo, you gotta trust the signs. Just trust the signs, all right? Another thing is, is that you can also pick a lucky sign. So again, perhaps that is like, some people like a four-leaf clover or butterflies or, you know, like their spirit animal to guide them. So again, close your eyes and ask your intuition, higher self, whatever it may be, to show you your chosen lucky sign if you are on the right path, right? Easy. Now, those two are pretty easy. I'm not asking you to get out any Ouija boards or anything like that and like navigate it around and asking it questions and talking to those that have deceased and all this other kind of stuff. I'm just asking you to just do some simple things and you know, either have a lucky sign and ask for that particular lucky sign. So maybe that particular lucky sign is a rainbow. I don't know, or like, again, um, a rose, something like that. And you just ask, if I'm on the right path, show me this. You can also use two different signs. So let's say you are trying to determine if you should do option A or option B. Option A is an elephant. Option B is a cheetah, all right? And then you walk around your day and you'll say like, okay, tell me which one I should go and get, all right? I usually do like two. If you start to do like four or five different things, you're like option A and option B and option C and option D, it's too much, all right? So two options at the most or one. Um, and then have your two different signs and just let it come into fruition. This is a really fun thing to do. Like a lot of times I'll ask this question and I'll go for a walk and I'm like, 
okay, I'm walking in my neighborhood and what's things I typically don't see in my neighborhood? Oh, I don't really see butterflies. Oh, I really don't see bunny rabbits where I'm at. So then I'll say like, oh, if I should be doing such and such, show me a butterfly. If I should be doing such and such, show me a bunny rabbit. And guess what? Sometimes it's like that. Sometimes it's within my walk and like 20 minutes later, that stuff, like all of a sudden the butterfly or the bunny rabbit just kind of comes into my um, view. And I'm like, ooh, that's uh, freaky because I have never seen those things around. Now, if you're looking for, you know, or you can do even more, more crazy things like, you know, see a cheetah. I mean, you're definitely not going to see a cheetah walking past you unless you are in a spot that there's cheetahs and elephants. But you might see it again, um, mentioned, heard um, on a car, I don't know, something like that, billboard, something in regards to that. All right. Um, the biggest and simplest thing to do is to really, again, the key to all this stuff is to ask the question and then let it go. If you hang on to it for dear life, like you're just like holding on, it's like, I just need to have this answer. You're never going to see the answer, right? It's like watching like uh, um, the paint dry or you're like over there and you're waiting for your friend to come and you're like, okay, I want to be on the way. And you're just like, oh, what time is it? Oh, it's only two minutes past. Oh, what time is it? It takes freaking forever. All right. So ask the question and again, sit down, close your eyes, think about it for a moment and then simply let it go and move on about your day, right? Because the best thing about doing this is that when you let it go, it's when it pops up, like when, when that answer pops up, you're like, oh, that was really freaky. And it's kind of like a present surprise, right? Like, like, oh my God, I got the answer. That billboard just told me something. That song on the radio just told me something. I just got a text message. Oh, there's the answer. It's kind of fun. But if you like linger onto it, the, the, you're not going to get it. I mean, it's just the way things work. It's kind of like a like you're trying to play the game of like being surprised and then they're like, well, you know what? You keep on asking the same question all over again and you keep on being you know, persistent about this. We're just going to hold this answer because you're not freaking patient. All right. <laughs> so again, patience is key. Patience is key. All right. Some other tips. You can sleep on it, right? You can ask this question before you go to bed and we can be super intuitive at night. So ask this question before they go to bed. You can even write it down. So another step is you can write it down on a piece of paper and then place it underneath your pillow and then have that thought process going through it. And then watch as your dreams start to unfold and it gives you the answer to those questions. That's the easy thing to do. And then finally, another way of tapping into it, if you are um, used to doing a meditative practice, you can simply set the, like as you do in yoga, set the intention, set the intention of trying to get the answer and then go into that meditative state and just ask your inner self, your higher being, whatever it may be for that answer. All right. So talking about meditation, I want to lead you through one so that you can tap into that intuition. So take a moment. Find a comfortable place to sit or lay down. Give you a few moments. All right. And then gently close your eyes. And from here, really pay close attention to your breath. 
Then inhales and exhales. Inhale and exhale. Notice if it's a deep breath or short breath and just try to lengthen the breath as you inhale and as you exhale. Even paying attention to is it warm as you inhale and cool as you exhale or vice versa. Notice your body slowly starting to relax. Now, imagine yourself being encompassed by a beautiful bubble surrounding you from the head to the toes, arm to arm, just surrounding you in this beautiful bubble. Pay close attention to what the bubble looks like, maybe the color, the texture of this bubble. And this bubble starts to lift you up out of where you currently are sitting, the building that you're in, out through the roof. You now can see the building that you're in below you. Keep floating up higher as you see the city your state, the continent, the globe, all the way to the point where it looks like a small little marble, the planet, that's so small, in this vast, beautiful atmosphere. And then you slowly start to descend back down to earth. You start to notice that the planet becomes a little bit more visible, going through the clouds past their atmosphere, and then slowly start to land in a spot that's sacred to you, whether it's a home, the ocean, mountains, forest, beach whatever it may be. And that bubble starts to slowly disappear around you. And then out from the clearing, out from the waves, or somewhere in your sight appears a being. Looks very similar to you. It's yourself, an older version of yourself, a wiser version of yourself, about 20 years from now. Take in what they look like, the features, facial features, their hair, the clothes that they're wearing, and most importantly, how they make you feel. And take a moment and ask them any question that you might have that's on your mind. 
any decision that you need to make. And wait for them to answer you whether it's a gesture, an image, or verbally. Good. And feel free to ask another question to them and wait again for the response. And as they finish responding to you, notice that they start to slowly walk away, disappearing out of your eyesight. And that bubble that you were in, as you descended from the heavens back down to the earth, it's encompassing you once more. As you slowly start to float away from wherever you are, Noticing that the space that you're in is getting smaller and smaller, going back through the clouds, out the atmosphere, your globe looks super tiny like a marble in this vast, beautiful universe. And again, noticing that the bubble starts to change colors once more and you slowly start to descend back down to earth through the clouds, noticing the continent in which you are in, the state, the city, and then bringing you right back to this present moment, this present place in which you first started your journey. And again, once more, Notice that that bubble starts to dissolve or burst open. No longer shielding you, no longer having you travel anywhere. And then again, focus on those breaths, the inhales and exhale. And one big inhale through the nose and then exhale out the mouth. Start to wiggle your fingers and your toes, bringing back some movement in your body so that you aren't falling asleep. And slowly begin to open your eyes. Now that's an easy practice that you can do. That person that you saw, whether it's an older version of yourself or maybe you were visited by someone that you know, family member or loved one, someone that has passed or an animal, Whatever it may be, that's your intuition. And know that at any point in time, you can go right back to this place. Feel free to listen to this audio again and get yourself right back to that present moment, asking as many questions as you want and hopefully getting the answers. The biggest takeaway that I would like you to have is that all of the answers are within you. 
to stop always seeking outside validation for things. In a society that's flooded with social media, comparisons, news, so much stuff that makes you feel less than, we always try to seek answers outside of us when really we have all the answers, we have all the knowledge, we have everything right here innately in us. And that's first and foremost, the only person that you really need to listen to is you're the one that's living this life, not the other people. So again, take control of your life. I hope you enjoyed this whole little episode and I hope you learned a lot. Again, you can always come back, re-listen to this, listen to just the meditation portion of it, whatever floats your boat. And I hope that these tips have been become very useful. I will see you guys on another episode. Um, bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Love Your Life Podcast. As always, I love it when you guys tune in every single week. If you love this podcast or this episode as much as I love you, please do me a favor, show a sister some love and head on over to iTunes, Apple iTunes, Google Play, or even Anchor and leave a rating and review for me. This tells me that you absolutely love this and you love the content and you want to hear more. I will love you to the moon and back if you showed your love and appreciation by rating this podcast on iTunes. And don't forget to share this episode or any of the previous episodes that you absolutely love with your friends and family members or on social media. Because sharing is caring. All right. I will see you next week for another episode of Love Your Life Podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning into Love Your Life Podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at FWL underscore Steph and on Facebook at Fitness Wellness Life. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode.